Hello and welcome to another episode of Aphantasia Experiments. Uh, I've been a little quiet on here lately. I have been just in a weird vibe. I've been in... Not, I'm not sad. I'm just... My energy's a bit low. Um, and I... Someone who quite enjoys gabbing, I've been very quiet. I've been in... I've talked about the cycles before we go through, but I have been in this phase of just listening and... Uh, absorbing for the last couple weeks I and I've been struggling to actually speak things because I feel like I'm just trying to like learn and soak in the knowledge kind of thing uh but my vibes I feel like I need a an uplift I feel like I'm a bit uh just a bit low energy lately so uh if anyone has any advice for that um you know, people talk about how you need to protect yourself before opening up spiritually, and I do wonder if, if perhaps I'm too open and that that takes, it takes a lot out of my energy. I do try to protect myself, but uh, if anyone has any suggestions on things to do, um, just, I guess, easy things you can do throughout your day to keep keep that energy safe and protected... Uh, that would be awesome. I feel like it's something that we need to just share freely with people. And that's, that's one of the kind of the points of this podcast is just, I'm out here trying to learn as much as I can. And then I want to share it, just share as much as I can. Um, and that's what I want to do on this podcast. So I know a lot of this is just me rambling, but it's often, I've taken in a lot of knowledge and I retell that knowledge through telling stories about my my day, but sprinkled in there is stuff I've learned and wisdom I've gained uh, throughout, throughout, you know, my everyday things. So, um, and I think that this is something that we should all kind of do with our lives at the end of the day, kind of go through what happened and what lessons you learned from that and why, why did it happen? Is this a reoccurring theme? Is this a pattern in your life? Is this something that we need to look at? This is all kind of what we should do. But what happens with me is because I'm trying to soak in as much knowledge as I can. Like I am, I am, I read every book about near-death experiences, consciousness. Um, Why can't I think of any other words? Anything new age I read. um, I read a lot of self-help books. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read about quantum physics. I watch a lot of NASA programming. Like I'm, I just really like learning. I love educating myself. It's one of my favorite things. I feel like if I'm not learning, I get really bored. And I think with spirituality and just our souls in general, there's an infinite amount of learning. So it's really exciting and I never get bored. So as opposed to say graphic design, I was a graphic designer for many years. I kind of, I'm just bored with that now. I don't want to do it anymore unless it's, you know, to brand myself or or to do something I completely love, but to just, you know, design stuff just to, I don't know. If it was to make someone happy, that's one thing, but it's really usually just you're designing something to make someone else money for something, you know, and it just doesn't, I get bored. It's bored. I'm bored. I don't want to use InDesign anymore. I'm bored. You know, I do like playing around with when new things come out. So that's exciting to me. I feel like my dad was like that too when we were little. We used to always have the the, the coolest new devices. Like we were the first person, first first people to have CD players in our house. 
Hmm. I wonder if because I listened to music on headphones at an early age, if that's what caused my aphantasia. Do you ever do that if you have aphantasia? I'm sure you have aphantasia if you're listening to this podcast, but do you ever just think like, hmm, what did I do a lot of as a kid and did that cause my aphantasia? I do have a brother and a sister, so who can visualize? So I always try to like compare myself. Okay, was I doing anything different than my brother and sister at that age? Anyways, I don't know. I remember I was the worst at brushing my teeth. So... If I went to the dentist, they would always get so mad at me and floss my teeth so much that I would be bleeding everywhere. And I feel like they did extra fluoride on me. So if the fluoride thing is real and that fluoride has affected our pineal gland, maybe it's because maybe that that affected me. Maybe I had like double doses of fluoride treatment because I was lazy and didn't brush my teeth. Or maybe because I was lazy and didn't brush my teeth. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I brush my teeth a lot now, though. And now I'm, like, wondering, should I not brush my teeth? I, they, the toothpaste companies definitely got me, though, because I am addicted to having minty fresh breath. So, uh, even if it opened up my pineal gland and I could visualize everything, could I give up toothpaste for life? I feel like you just have to make a better, you have to make an alternative, like coconut oil and peppermint oil, right? Like, there's, there's got to be a better way. If, if you need to get rid of fluoride in our life. And I don't know if it's a true thing. I'm kind of just going on a ramble here, but let me back up a few steps because this is what my mom does. She tells stories. I love her, but sometimes she'll start a story kind of in the middle of the story and I don't know the beginning, but I think she assumes that I know the beginning because she told my sister the beginning or someone else the beginning, but I'm kind of getting in the middle and then I get to the end and I'm like, okay, can we start at the beginning though where did where where who is this person you know so the fluoride stuff I was watching some I was doing some moon chart thing and this whole thing came up about fluoride and I watched it I thought it was like a two minute video but it was really like two hours maybe it was 20 minutes I don't know and they were talking about how uh the fluoride in our water system has caused our pineal glands to to calcify. To calcify? Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure if I talked about this before. I think I did. Um, they knew to use it because Hitler was using it on people in the concentration camps to make them more docile. And so the government introduced it into our water, water system to make us less super powerful. I don't know. I don't know. This would make me think that anything before 1954 or whenever they started doing fluoride we would have all been like psychic or whatever right but I don't think I still don't think that we all would have those abilities but I think that our right and left brain would work better together and I think that by working better together we would have more resilience and we would be able to problem solve better and come to bigger conclusions about world issues and that kind of stuff so um I'd I'd have to like compare how people acted then versus now. And there's a lot of stuff you'd have to compare, right? It's not just about the pineal gland. It's about like people's willpower and all that stuff, right? There's a lot of different things that you'd have to look at to see if it actually um, was true or not. But it's an interesting thing to look at. And so I have been thinking about a lot lately, this fluoride thing. I'm thinking about, okay, 
what else could the government be like telling us is good, but it's really bad or telling us is bad, but it's really good. I watched this whole documentary on marijuana the other day and, and how CBD, I think it was CBD, um, was so helpful for these cancer patients, for children. And, and instead you're pumping these kids with all these other drugs that are not beneficial, but, but they, they, they say the negative side effects of marijuana instead of all the positive stuff. Like all the studies that are done on it are, are to just basically to say that it's bad. There's not a lot of studies out there saying how beneficial it is. Anyways, this documentary is really interesting. But what I'm saying is how many things out there are the government saying, okay, this, this is bad for you, do this, but it's actually good for you. Do you know what I mean? Um, like toothpaste. It's the opposite there. Like is toothpaste really bad for us? Are we, are we just like making us, our brains function less every time we brush our teeth and drink fluor- fluoride infused water? Okay, so this morning I wake up. And I had, had a, I got a message from someone, a text, asking about the fluoride stuff and what my thoughts were on it, which um, is funny because I woke up thinking about fluoride this morning. So just funny. It's funny how things like happen like that. What I was thinking about this morning was I, so I was just randomly thinking about the fluoride because it's been on my mind. And then I got a flash and this is how my kind of memories were. This is how I make connections. Like these flashes, they're not visual. They're just like flashes to like certain things that have happened in my life. And I'm, every time I get one of these flashes, I'm like, it means something I need to investigate. I never let a flash go by. I'm like, what's this flash? So the flash was an episode of, I believe, Jen Weigel's podcast, um, which I really like. I really like all of her books. She's, she, she's such an, a phenomenal storyteller. Uh, definitely check out our podcast and her books if you haven't already. So I believe the podcast, I've listened to so many podcasts. So if I'm wrong here, um, I'm sorry, but it, I believe it was Jen Weigel and she was talking to Pat Luongo, who is the psychic medium who uh, I believe she's from Long Island. And she's the one who taught uh, Teresa Caputo how to use her gifts. Um, she's helped a lot of other people too. Anyways, I believe on the podcast, and if it's not this podcast, it was on a different podcast, they were talking about how there's so many different psychics from Long Island. And they were saying, what's in the water here? There must be something in the water. And that phrase was shot into my mind this morning. Like I'm sitting there thinking, what's with the water in Long Island? So then I'm sitting there doing research in bed before before I check this message from this person that says, um, well, how do you feel about fluoride? Meanwhile, I'm in the middle of researching. It's so funny. Um, I have this flash in my head. And then I start doing research. Apparently, every state in the U.S. has fluoride in their water system. But different areas have different percentages. And Long Island is one of the only places that has no fluoride in their water system. Sorry, I had to take a sip of water, but I was assuming that your jaw was dropping to the floor when I said that. I feel like that is something that needs to be investigated more. I have no idea how to investigate it. I feel like the fluoride stuff is probably fairly um, secret 
tiv and hush hush if it's if the government is actually doing something if so when i when i saw this where it said that there's different percentages of fluoride in water systems all throughout the states i'm in canada by the way so i'm assuming it's the same thing in canada i know that we have fluoride in our water system i don't know if it's the same all, all across the country i don't know if it's you know, Ontario has 20% and Winnipeg has 10 I have no idea how it works. But if it was proven that fluoride is good for us and we should use it, you know, and it should be in our water system, blah, blah, blah. Should there not be like a regulated amount that is used across the board? And if not, wouldn't you think that what they're doing is kind of like A-B testing? Like, hey... We're going to sprinkle some fluoride in here, see how these people behave. Sprinkle some over here, you know, see how they, they behave. Hey, what's their work ethic like? You know what I mean? Like, they want to see how it's affecting the general population. That's the thought I had anyways. I don't know. I'm just, these are thoughts. These are thoughts. They're not proven. They're not, you know, I don't know how real that is. But it makes you think, right? Like, Long Island is the only place without fluoride in the water? I'm sure there's other places, but I was like looking up. I was like, when did Long Island start getting fluoride put into their water system? And it was like, Long Island prides himself against fluoride in their water. Like, how cool is that? That's, that's, a, that's a fact right there. Anyway, so that I want to talk about that. Um, what else did I want to talk about today? Feeling low. I was talking about how I feel low. I think I started talking about my son and how he has ADHD. So he has ADHD and I've been using these tuning forks on him. He has ADHD and anxiety. And he uh, has been really, really struggling at night to sleep. Really, really, really struggling. He's so scared to close his eyes. He's just, I don't know. We think maybe it's like a past life thing because there's like, he's 10 lived in our house the whole time he's always just been like so anxious and uh it doesn't come from any sort of like trauma at home right um I know that trauma can come in so many ways right like you can be traumatized by your stuffed animal being thrown out or something but I don't see anything in his life being overly traumatic is what I'm saying and his anxiety is just through the roof like scared to close his eyes worried that someone's gonna hurt him like where does that come from other than, hey, maybe something happened in a past life. Anyway, so at nighttime, he's been struggling and I've been letting him go to my room and uh, he usually falls asleep in, in our bedroom and uh, and then we'll wake him up and say, go back to your room, you know, when we're going to bed. Um, but sometimes he'll say, can you do a meditation on me? So I'll go up there and I'll, I will kind of walk him through a little guided meditation, but I also use my singing forks on him. And he told me that the singing forks, he was like, this is the best feeling in the world. I wish that I could have this on me all day. And I think that that's something like, so what I do with my singing forks is I activate them by just <coughs> hitting it against a rubber hammer thingy, whatever it's called, a mallet. I activate it. It starts vibrating. Mine have like a little um, plastic thing at the end. So you could put it directly on your skin and it would still vibrate. 
But what I usually do is I get one of my crystals out. So I usually use my rose quartz. It's a it's a triangle prism. And I usually press it, press it kind of into my skin and then I put the, the vibration of the end of the tuning fork on and press it into my skin. The crystal just kind of amplifies, amplifies the vibration. So I do this to my son at night and I do it on various points. But the one point that he was like, oh, I wish you could stay here forever. I love this so much was the back of his knee. So it's interesting. So if you're playing around with tuning forks at all, you want to try it on your kids, um, especially kids who have like neurodiverse minds, it, it, there's something in, in it where you use vibration with the tuning forks and you put it on different parts of their body and it just helps them feel regulated and just in tune with their own vibration. So what happens is that it's vibrating on you and you're kind of your heart rate and your your own vibe is trying to like match that and there's there's something about the focus and the vibration and everything it's I, it affects me in profound ways and I know my son feels the same way and when I'm doing Reiki on him I often feel like electrical impulses in his body I haven't done Reiki on anyone else with ADHD so I don't know or epilepsy so I don't know what it's like to do it on other people but for him I can feel this electricity in his body and when I do the tuning forks on him I can feel that kind of fade away and feel more like the impulses in his body are more um purposeful if that makes sense like it feels like they're still there but they're going in uh in a direction that makes sense they're not like super scattered um I hope that makes sense I'm just learning how to like describe how it feels to feel people's energy and stuff it's it's a it's a it's really cool and really interesting and I highly recommend if you're you know a skeptic or whatever if you are interested in energy work at all just learning about it and, and trying it on someone you know I have been attuned by a Reiki master but I think even before I I was I was still able to sense people's energies and 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 feel things. I think that I have I think I understand it more now and and uh yeah, but there's definitely something in it. Um so I was doing this reiki thing on my son and he was saying Sorry, I was doing the tuning forks on my son. He was like, oh, I wish you could stay here forever. And he was like, you know what would be really cool? If you had like a vest and it vibrated throughout the day or whatever. And I was like, that would be really cool. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I want to make, I want to invent stuff. I invent stuff every 30 minutes. So if you want ideas and you're an engineer can make stuff, let me know. We can partner. So this idea, copyright right now, is... You basically, you would wear something that would vibrate on different, basically chakra points or acupuncture points. Uh, you could have them vibrating all at the same time. You could just, you know, do it um, randomly. My son really likes the randomness of it. It's like, and I do it intuitively. So I feel like the vest would just have to be random. And then I was like, or you could have like, a blanket. I'm thinking like my daughter has this mermaid blanket. It's like a sleeping bag almost. Do you have like a sleeping bag type blanket that you go in and on the front side of it has a bunch of different vibrating pockets? 
and it's probably weighted and you turn it on and it vibrates and that just helps you feel in your body. I think that it would be really helpful. You know, there was a huge craze on craze for a few years and maybe it's still something, but when the weighted blankets first came out, everybody wanted one and they were so expensive and, and, uh, they helped a lot of people. And I think that they're super beneficial. My son, it didn't help him very much, but I think the vibration would. So anyone want to develop that with me? Uh, give me a call or email me and, uh, let me know. I think that, uh, maybe it exists already. And if it does, let me know that too. Cause I will get it as a gift for someone for, for Christmas. Um, I've also thought about, cause at my old work, I used to, every time I my old boss used to come in. She would travel a lot, so I would often be alone and I could get a lot of work done and I felt I felt good in those days, but when she was in the office, I my body would hurt, like I would just feel really really drained and tired and I would get really sick around her and I would feel this like coldness as she walked by. Um I uh I thought when I was working there that I needed some sort of vest, like I should buy a vest of some sort to protect myself because I felt so like like invaded, you know, like I could feel that. So I don't know, maybe there's something in there, vests for people to protect them for, from from bad energy. I don't know. I feel like it has, it's probably has to be more mental, but I know a lot of people have talked about how to to stop negative energy from affecting them. They envision like a lead vest or something, or they surround themselves with white light. And they this is this is actually from Jen Weigel and Pat Luongo. They, Pat Luongo actually has you can Google her, YouTube her. She has a meditation called the White White Light Meditation. It's a really great meditation, but it's a lot about visualizing this white light kind of protecting you and and she told Therese Caputo about this she uses this meditation every before she does readings and stuff I think that's that's a fact don't quote me on it you can quote me on it but it might still not be a fact um but for me and for you if you have Avantage and you're listening to this I can't visualize so these protection things are hard I usually say like yeah, like I call in my my guides and my highest power and my angels and I'd say like, can you protect my energy and uh, whatever. I I, ha- I make it up as I go. And uh, I don't know if that's just, I need, need to be more active with that. If I need to do it more often. Like, do I need to put a tattoo on my hand saying saran ground and shield? So I have that like constant thought in my mind, you know? Because I do feel like I try to be open and then I I just get so down. I get so tired after. So I do feel like I need to do a better job protecting myself. And uh, yeah, if you want to develop a vest or a blanket that vibrates. I have a lot of actually ideas for kids with neuro kids who are neurodiverse I think that a lot of them are so misunderstood um and I have a lot of thoughts about that but I won't get into that today um 
But if you're like, hey, I want to start a company where I make products for people who are a little bit different than the norm, I got lots of ideas. Hit me up. <clears throat> Sorry, I have the driest throat. Also hit me up if you have any cures for dried, dry lips. My son's lips are so dry. And I have like chapstick and then I put Vaseline over it. And then I, yeah, I said maybe coconut oil. And he's like, I hate coconut oil. And then I got him the medicated Blistex and it feels medicated. So it burns. And now, uh, yeah, his lips are just so dry. But then he puts the Vaseline on and then rubs them off right away. I'm like, just leave it on, man. He doesn't want to get shiny. And I think the rubbing off makes it worse. Anyways, you don't care, but maybe you do. And maybe you have some great recipe. Feel free to email me, rofocreative at gmail.com. Okay, I'm going to try to pull a couple cards here. I feel like I've been rambling long enough. Um, I do tarot a bit differently than most people. I don't know. Honestly, people, everyone always says it differently. I am definitely not like people on TikTok. On TikTok. Also, I was just burping there. This is like the other new thing on TikTok is that people are like, oh, confirmation, Ooh, I'm burping, Ooh, and I, uh, I'm i trying to, because I don't think it's not true, I think it is true, and now I'm trying to, uh, my friend actually told me she thinks that I cough or clear my throat whenever I'm having confirmation, because I do that a lot, um, but I also like will get sneezes or a random burp, and I'm trying to pay more attention to that, but I also don't want to be like, Ugh. Confirmation. Ooh, some, some stuff feels a little, like, over-exaggerated. Um, and, uh, yeah. and with the tarot on the, on the uh, TikTok, people are shuffling their cards like cray-cray. And uh, they're flying everywhere. I don't do that. I lay them out and I feel energetically which ones I'm pulled towards. And I also, like, I'm laying out multiple decks right now. You're like, what are you doing, Robin? What's that noise? Also, I'm sorry, I am recording off my phone. I'm not even using my headphones because I've tried to record two podcast episodes and both of them, the sound qualities were were bad. One, probably because I was in the shower. Full disclosure, usually the sound quality isn't great in the shower, but I almost posted it because there was some good stuff in there. I'll probably make it into some blog posts. Um, and the other one I did yesterday in bed and I don't know, I just hit the mic a few times. Um, okay, so we're going to pull a couple cards, and I'm going to just, like, who is this for? It's for anyone who's still listening to this podcast, you know? If you made it this far, I appreciate you. And uh, if you don't feel like listening to some tarot stuff, feel free to leave now. Um, but uh, check out my website, aphantasiaexperiments.com. Uh, it's fairly new in the last couple weeks. Um, I'm trying to post as much blogs as I can. Just like any random stuff I learn, I post about, um, I'm going to start doing more book recommendations, uh, podcast recommendations, um, documentary recommendations, just like any knowledge that I consume that I think is worthwhile for other people to consume, I'm going to throw up there. And I also have a page on there for experiments. Uh, I'm going to add more and more to that. That was like the purpose of this podcast was to do experiments uh, on myself and other people who have aphantasia. Or people who are just trying to develop their own kind of spiritual gifts. I feel like 
the more we experiment and get to know our own minds, the better equipped we will be to move forward in our souls, you know, whatever. Um, okay, here I go. Doobie doobie doo boop boop. That's one of my songs too. Oh, it comes in my head all the time and it has since I was like 10. Still haven't placed it. Like I know what song it is. But Okay. We're starting off with material harvest. So we've all been working really hard. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. So I have two decks. I have my original tarot deck, which is just a rider die, rider weight, sorry, rider die, <laughs> rider weight um, tarot, which is like just the original normal tarot, and then I have a psychic tarot, it's an oracle card, and then I have these affirmations, which I'm just going to pull just to give you some hope and guidance, whatever. So the I pulled one from the psychic tarot, and it's the seven of, I don't know, the red seven, it doesn't matter. No, I'm sorry, it's a nine. I'm lying. Uh, it's a nine. It looks like seven. I'm I'm doing this in candlelight. It really doesn't matter what number it is. It's nine, material harvest. And it's this guy, he's kind of got a mullet. And he is planting seeds. And this has been the thing that I've been saying for the last little while. <clears throat> for myself. And if I'm doing a reading for myself... Usually that's because it my what I'm going through is mirroring what a lot of other people in in society are going through, right? I think that that happens so often when you're doing tarot, you end up almost reading for yourself, but that that thing that you're going through will mirror what the person you're reading for is going through or 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 the collective consciousness is going through a very, something very similar. So Material harvest is the first one, and this is just a theme that's been coming up a lot for me lately. It's like I'm planting all these seeds, I'm just waiting for them to grow, and it's a scary time because I'm like, is it going to get properly watered? Is there going to be enough sunlight? I'm not sure. It's kind of based on the environment and the love and care and nurture, nurturing support that I put in. Um, anyways, this card is all about harvesting and, and kind of waiting and it's coming. It's coming. And then the card I got for my tarot pull was the Eight of Pentacles. And it's 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 like a very similar card. They both have two dudes on it. Both have a vest on. Why? Well, no. This guy has a vest. This guy doesn't. I'm getting it's candle. It's hard to see. Uh, it doesn't matter what they're wearing. But this guy's just working hard. He's he's putting these pentacles up on this this thing. He's just working, he's working hard and he's trying to like make something for his life. In the background, there's like these beautiful mansions and stuff, which to me implies, okay, he's working towards like wanting this freedom or wanting this, this, this life. And he's just head down, focused on this and basically harvesting. It's the same thing. So I think that a lot of people are in this zone of life or just working, 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 or planting the seeds to get somewhere else in life. Um, and there's always this like vision in the background of the way you want it to be. But right now you're just working hard to get to that point. You want to get to that point. Um, okay, so what else do we got here? I just, it's, I only pulled two cards to begin and that those two cards literally mean almost the same thing. So it's just funny, two different decks. 
and hmm. sorry I'm just pulling a couple more cards here guys so dark <laughs> or like bring a candle oh my gosh that's so smart bring a candle closer to where I am oh man I should be a rocket scientist should be a rocket scientist okay so we got these two cards that are about working hard about putting planting your seeds you know, working towards something, a goal. And then the next card we have is the Rejoice and Celebration, which is basically just saying, like, have some fun, get together with people, celebrate, enjoy people again, have some drinks, have some fun. Life is not all about putting your head down and getting the work done. You need to stop weekends. They're, they're actually because we physically and mentally need breaks we cannot work 24 7 we need to take breaks and we need to have fun and we need to find joy and if you don't ever do that you know you're you're gonna get so stagnant and and stale and you're gonna go through it your entire life without really living right so don't forget to rejoice in celebration get together with people you haven't seen in a while um, collaborate with people and celebrate every win and every loss or recognize every loss, you know? Don't just, like, pretend they don't exist. But celebrate the moments in life because every moment is worth celebrating, right? Um, but really, don't don't take your weekends for granted and just just clean all weekend. Get together with a friend or go out with your significant other or take your kids to the movies do something that is not work related because if you work all week and you come home and you work all weekend on your house or whatever you're not really ever you don't you're not allowing any time for to let joy in and uh you gotta do that so uh maybe that's a sign for me i should do more fun stuff um Honestly, like, I know I'm taking a sabbatical right now. I haven't been working. I've been working on my podcast and my my website. Uh, I don't. I'm only doing freelance here and there. Um, but I still don't feel like I carve out time to, to do fun stuff. I carve out time to meditate and pray and do spiritual stuff. But to actually, like, go out and have a good time, I don't really carve out that time. So I think it's important for everyone to do that. And I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to myself too. So, the next we have the lover's card. Ooh, scandalous. So, perhaps you, perhaps you've been head down working and working and working and you haven't had any time for your love life. Well, perhaps you need to get out there and celebrate and bring some love in. You know how you meet people? I'm sorry. I was trying to say, I was trying to say, do you know how you meet people? And I was going to just say, 
you leave the house. And then I had this burp in my chest that was so long <laughs> that I had to wait. And then I was like, I was going to say, oh, confirmation, but I didn't want to be cheesy. But it's true. Like, if you if you want to get out of your head or if you want to, like, have some fun, if you want to meet new people, if you're single and you want to meet someone, <clears throat> you got to get out of your house a bit more. You just do. You got to get out and you got to have some fun and celebrate. Like, go find joy, and that's where the love is going to be. But, in my case, I am in love. I already have a partner. I'm very much in love. So, if I'm reading this for myself, see, if you pull the lover's card, you're like, oh, does that mean that I'm going to fall in love with some new dude? No. This, this to me, is like, I've been working hard. My husband's been working hard. We've been head down. On the weekends, we usually don't do much. We need to go have some fun. And that's going to connect us on a deeper level and, and bring love and light to our relationship. And it does. And um, I've, I've gotten this, a similar pull to this before. And usually it's like, okay, it's time for a date night, right? So um, you need to get out of the mundane sometimes and like enjoy life a little bit. I think this is kind of where this is going. And I think that the more that you live in that joy and enjoy enjoy life so on the weekends or after work or whenever you can fit in some spark of joy dance party whatever it is those moments of joy fuel fuel your existence and like increase your probability of manifesting and being abundant and all those stuff because the more we live in a state of high vibration and joy the better you know we're going to receive good things in life, right? Because the vibes in our life kind of match us. So if we're if we're happy go lucky, we're going to meet people who are happy go lucky and if we're really lucky, we're going to meet people who are lucky and bring those kind of people in. For me, I I often bring in dark people that I need to help transmute their their darkness into lightness. And that is um a topic for another day, honestly. But it's funny that the, this the card, the next card that I pulled was the light card. And I think it all goes together. Work hard, absolutely. You need to plant those seeds. You need to do work, but you need to also take breaks, enjoy life, connect, celebrate every great moment. Celebrate birthdays. Go out for anniversaries. Go out for Halloween and dress up. Do something fun and say nice things to people. Bring that the light energy that is you everywhere you go and spread spread that love and that is like basically the purpose of life is to spread your love and light all around at least it is for me I think I think I think sometimes I take that for granted I I I hermit a bit too much maybe I should pull one more card um but I also think that we have cycles of of certain periods of our life we need to hermit down right now i'm in a hermit period but this is telling me i need to rejoice in celebration so i'm gonna go out and have some fun this weekend what should i do guys tell me what's a good what's a good thing to do on a date balance see balance my last card was balance i think that says a lot i think if you look at life 
as a whole, is it balanced? For me currently, it's not balanced. I mean, I had to quit my job because I was completely burnt out. But before that, the balance was so... Like, my work to joy ratio was probably like 99 to 1. I would say it's probably like 80-20 now. It's getting better. I'm still working on it. Um, I think that the the problem for me, and and I want to be honest about this too, because I think that a lot of people out there can give advice to be like, oh, you should quit everything and follow your heart and whatever. Manifest your dreams. Put your faith into the universe. And I do believe in all that stuff, but... I think it's important to know how scary it is to be in the waiting period of, okay, I'm following my heart. I'm following my passions. Is this going to help pay my mortgage in any way? Or is it is it just a fun side project? And even if it is just a fun side project, it's worth it to me. But uh, I would love for this, this side project side random thing that I'm doing, this podcast and my website. Um, my my goal is for it to connect me to other people, other like-minded people, and to somehow work in a field that is aligned with all of these kind of passions and, and whatnot. I don't know what that looks like, but I believe that it's possible if I keep uh, planting those seeds and whatnot. So... Um, I really think that there's something in, um, I'm trying to learn, if you're like still here and you're like, what? I, I just said like so many times, <coughs> um, sorry. I'm sorry, my throat is so dry right now. Again, it's, it's like the heaters just turned on in Ontario, so it's like I'm getting pretty chilly out here. And that's the other thing. I might not be grounded because... I know I might be low vibe because I'm not as grounded as I should be. I was doing this whole grounding for 30 days. I felt so great. And I have the challenge now on my website. Um, a pre-questionnaire and a post-questionnaire. I need to still reach out to people who are involved at the beginning. But if you want to do a 30-day grounding challenge, you can do a pre-questionnaire there and a post-questionnaire there. 30 days of just getting your feet on the ground and then just talk about how you feel after. Uh, that's one of my experiments, but I'm going to post different experiments on my website. Um, where was I going with this? I feel like part of my purpose, and I think that we all have a million different purposes, but um, part of one of the things that I'm really interested in is learning about different meditation techniques and how sound and using our voices in, in different sensitive senses while we meditate affects us in different ways and we can access different parts of our brain and stuff. I'm doing those kind of experiments on myself and and researching and whatnot. And I think that eventually I'm going to get somewhere. I'm going to get somewhere and I'm going to be able to figure out how to get people to visualize. And if not, I'm just going to be able to figure out a way of accessing our minds, you know, in a Joe Dispenza-y kind of way. You don't know who Joe Spenda is. I would highly recommend doing one of his meditations because they're kind of game-changing. And I feel 
like there's other ways to get there and that's kind of one of the things I'm really interested in. Um, so where am I going with this? I don't know. If you want a tarot reading, I offer them on my website. Um, or if you want to send me an email and to say, hey, Robin, I really want you to try this, this experiment. Go for it. I would love to, you know, I'd love to hear from you. Anything, any, any email you want to email me about, about Aphantasia, about meditation, about near-death experiences. Oh, also, okay. I'm going to throw this out here because, you know, the transcript is Googleable. So if I say anything in my, in this podcast, there's not much in this podcast left. So if you're bored, you can leave. But if you've had a near-death experience, near-death experience, if you're interested in near-death experiences, if you've had a near-death experience, specifically, if you have aphantasia, I want to hear from you. Please, 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 please. This is something that I'm super interested in because I've done so much research on near-death experiences. And feel free to email me if you, if you don't have aphantasia too, just if you've had one. I want to know if you've had a near-death experience and you have aphantasia, if your experience was visual, if you had, you know, if you had a life review, if you had any sort of experience, I just, I want to know. I want to know all about it. So please email me. I'd love to do a whole podcast episode about that. Um, honestly, I, I think about writing a book about that too. I just, I don't know how to get in contact with people who have, have uh, had that experience. So I'm throwing this out into the universe. If you've ever had a near-death experience, or if you have aphantasia and you've had any sort of shared experience, so I've had shared dream experiences before, shared death experience, I feel like that's something that people don't talk about as much. If you've ever had those kind of experiences, just email me. I'm trying to keep keep research stuff together and uh, one day it'll be a book or something. Um, I think, and, and I think that this kind of compiling this information I don't know it'll help someone someday in the future so so uh reach out rofocreative at gmail.com and check out my website aphantasiaexperiments.com uh and uh let me know what you think and if there's anything specific that you want me to blog about it's not all about aphantasia there's a lot of just like spiritual crap up there and by crap I mean just like fun stuff you know like fun stuff that's interesting like stuff about spirit animals and by spirit animals, I don't want to sound offensive. I mean how animals can teach us spiritual lessons, which is very valuable because animals and our environment teach us lessons constantly. If we're just if we pay attention to it, it's like we're we have this giant school just sitting here, you know, available to us. So there's that. Okay, I'm going to be going now. I uh, only meant to talk for a couple minutes, and I feel it's been ooh, 47 minutes. Oh, not bad, Robin. Not bad. Okay, I hope everyone has a super fantastic day. I actually feel like my vibe feels a bit better after doing this, so maybe podcasting is a vibe lifter for me. Hmm, hmm, interesting, interesting, interesting. I also want to say to anyone out there, I'm still talking, so please, if, you, if you're still listening, man, you're, you're a saint. If you've ever thought about starting a podcast, it's easy and it's fun. You should do it. If you're like waiting for the sign, hey, should I start a podcast? 
even if it's about affectation and spirituality and you're trying to take over my number one spot, number one, that's right, I'm number one in affectation and spirituality because nobody else is talking about it. I support you and I think your voice needs to be heard. So I just wanted to say that. Have a wonderful and amazing week and hopefully I will be better vibe next week and I can put out some better stuff. I hope you have a wonderful, amazing day.